just picture this picture this person blonde suburban nurse mercedes eight pitbulls she's posting them on instagram she's putting the little Mostly flower facebook. flower facebook as well she's posting the little flower crown on it she has like like I love my Pitbull like bumper sticker on her car. She's got like the Pitbull picture frames in her house. And like all of her Pitbulls have pictures on her Facebook with like the little Instagram flower crown on them. You know what I mean? Like that's a pit mommy. Jacob, welcome. What's up? King of the super chats and the <laughs> second pro Pitbull dude here. So thank you so much for coming in. And oh, thanks uh, for having me. Tell, tell us a little bit about yourself before we uh, commence not much to tell i mean uh pretty coincidental that you brought up pit bulls and uh you know in that last live live debate and it's like well you know i live with two of them man and uh they're two of the most two of the best dogs that i've ever met i won't not gonna go out on a limb and say they're the best dogs but they're damn good dogs if they're raised and trained right and i think that's the ultimate end all be all when it comes to pit bulls they have to be trained and uh john do you have pit bulls of your own uh i had a lot of them growing up i don't have any currently but um yeah i had uh i even bred them um about 20 years ago so i have pretty good experience with them so oh so it's your yeah. fault no i'm just kidding, <laughs> just kidding. It is, seriously <laughs> and uh jessica and all these kids are being mauled yeah. oh my gosh and the uh, jessica you've had a pit bull too yes right? He was a mix, a Pitbull mix, Catahoula Leopard Hound Pitbull mix. Um, but Pitbull, it's sort of like brown hair. Like, it's definitely a dominant gene. You can definitely, if any dog's bred with a Pitbull, that square big head is <laughs> very apparent through any of the other breeds. So. Yep. And he had a lot of Pitbull tendencies. And um, and he was a very sweet dog. You know, I didn't have any bad experiences. That He did bite my sister one time. Uh, she, she stepped on his tail, you know, so mm. it wasn't necessarily out of nowhere. But I mean, I personally have had only good experiences with pit bulls as well, but it doesn't necessarily change um, my stance, I think. And I'm not like very hardcore, maybe like some people might be, but. Hmm. Well, let's yeah, actually, would... yeah, go on. No, I would just say I'm not like super hardcore. Everybody should have a pit bull either. So I guess we're, that's good. We're in the middle ground there because I don't yeah, think we'll, every, we'll find everybody some is... positions. I feel like. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not everybody is capable of raising a pit bull. I, that's from what I've seen. So. Well, starting from the anti, uh, from out of the pro pitbull side, would you be able to steel man the arguments of the anti pitbull people? Like, what are some frequent arguments that you've heard, and how do you usually respond to them? Let's start with uh, John. Well, let me see this. I guess uh, people usually cite statistics when it comes to pitbulls, and I guess uh, any accidents that happen around pitbulls, but. I guess it's just difficult, right? Because you can't really, you can generalize, but at the same time, there's a lot of, the I would say the majority of pit bulls do not bite people and they do not uh, have those sort of uh, confrontations. They do tend to be animal aggressive. I think that we need to acknowledge that. And that's very different than uh, being people aggressive. There's two very different things. So if we're talking in the realm of pit bulls attacking humans, I think that's a very different discussion than pit bulls attacking other animals because I think that's like a significant aspect of what that breed is and what it's been bred for. It's a working breed in a sense of it's, you know, traditionally speaking, it's been bred to fight. But um, <clears throat> for the most part, I think that the type of pit bulls that most people have these days are not, uh, have not been bred in that vein for, for many generations. So. And before yeah. response, uh, Jacob, would you like to add anything to that? 
No, I, I think he, he pretty much nailed it there. That's pretty much, I would, I would agree with a lot of that. Yeah. I mean, hmm. you can't generalize every dog has its own personality and different dog breeds have different characteristics. Um, pit bulls are by nature, they're more aggressive, but that doesn't make them bad dogs. I mean, to be honest, I think bad training makes a bad dog. Well, let's now go to a spinach bra since it all pretty much started with you when I was seeing your various memes and, uh, <laughs> Just tell me, even before you respond to that, what originally prompted this particular discussion about pit bulls at this time? It almost feels like deja vu, like this discussion has been had before. You know, I see 4chan threads about it all the time. Like, why now? Why was it brought up now? Do you know? Oh, it's because, well, that new uh, news article where these two pit bulls killed a uh two babies and almost killed the mother of the babies that were trying to defend them. And those were their pit bulls. So like you say, it's the owner, but they were literally the family of the pit bulls and they killed their kids. And you see on the Facebook page that's archived, of course, that the dad said that there were issues with her pit bulls in the past, but uh, you shouldn't get rid of these two beautiful dogs just because of past experiences. Well, that Facebook post happened and it went by and then later on those pit bulls uh, killed their kids. So it all stemmed from that. Everyone's been uh, back on the bandwagon of hating pit bulls and it's for a good cause. I mean, you look at the it's statistics not- and uh, pit bulls are less than 6% of the population of dogs in America. And if you look at the stats, well, there are 284 of the deaths and 65% of the deaths from uh, dog related uh, human occurrences. So it's not looking too well for the pit bull camp, in my opinion, with all this stuff that's going on here. So how many of those deaths were related to home invasions? I mean, because I I have no statistical information here. I did no research. I literally just kind of got pulled into this two days ago. I can't cite any of that information, but I would go out on a limb and suggest that I bet you a lot of those dog-related maulings had to do with either domestic disturbances or domestic abuse or home invasions because that that is what a pit bull is hands down you you couldn't find a better dog when it comes to defense and protection so so if you if you have the statistics how many of those were related to home invasions or domestic uh domestic disturbances well i wouldn't say they're good for protection if they're killing babies wouldn't you say like uh, I would uh, say I would I would call maulers, they're uh, biters, they're terrorizing our playgrounds. But I assume some I, of them are good dogs. <laughs> terrorizing our playgrounds. That's a good <laughs> Well, those would be two separate things to look at then. So no, there I'm, should I'm be, actually curious yeah. to see statistics on that as well. I'm gonna go on a limb and like I haven't done research myself either. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that I I don't think looking up that category specifically would sway the statistics too much. That's just my personal belief and probably, guess probably. i have no idea you know what i mean i don't know but i i would say it probably doesn't sway it my take on pit bulls specifically is i think there's such and i'm not accusing either of you of doing this you seem to have a pretty more intelligent take on pit bulls than i've seen from some of these like facebook pit mommies you know what i mean yeah. um you know where it's like 
pit bulls are an aggressive breed. They were bred to mm -hmm. be aggressive. We look at a golden retriever, we look at a sheep dog, and we know what that dog is bred for. And those dogs still yeah. have those characteristics, even though this dog, you know, any any sheep dog living in in some suburban house isn't isn't a sheep dog. Was it hasn't been bred as a sheep dog for many generations? You can still recognize those characteristics when they're chasing the kids around the playground, right? So just mm -hmm. for example, so so plenty of dogs that haven't been bred for these things in multiple generations still carry the characteristics. And you've acknowledged that pit bulls do still carry aggression. And I think mm -hmm. my issue isn't so much with pit bulls specifically or pit bull owners specifically. I think it's just the overall media narrative of like the nanny breed that I think is really dangerous. And I think that's what causes a lot of people to buy these dogs thinking that they're in no way aggressive at all unprovoked when that's just not yeah. true and it can happen. It can happen and it does happen all the time. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, the, the nanny dog thing. Uh, you know, who knows if that's true or not. I will say, uh, so they're not even my dogs. I've lived with them for years. I've, I've known them since they were pups, but um, my nephew and niece are real young. And if you raise your tone towards those kids because they're acting up out of line, those dogs will turn it and look at you, letting you know. So I can understand the, the nanny breed um, definition, but yeah, just saying blanket statement. Yeah, they're great with kids. No, it, the dog has to be raised right. And, and this is why the whole pit bull thing to me is ridiculous. You could take any dog breed on the planet and that dog's capable of ripping somebody's throats out. They all stem from wolves. So the, aggressive, the, the aggression is inbred. It's ingrained in every dog breed. Now, pit bulls, yes, they were they were trained to be killers um, after, like John said, you know, it's centuries or it's been it's been decades since that's been washed out except for people that want to do you know dog fights which is to, hmm. to me that's i mean you, you you should be in prison the rest of your life if you're holding dog fights definitely uh, but yeah pit bulls are the go-to for it so. now as far as the uh, statistics i'm looking over here on dogsbite.org and it says victim age groups and gender their 13 year data set shows that 48 percent 208 in parentheses of all fatality victims were less than nine years old and 52 percent were uh more than 10 years old a significant rise from the early cdc study years when victims uh were more than 10 years old only comprised 30 percent of all deaths and down in the bottom it says over here of all age groups children ages zero to two had the most victims 27 percent or 115 people the highest age specific fatality rates is infants less than one which comprised 48 percent or 55 uh, people of this group the 50 to 69 and more than 70 age groups followed each accounting for 18 uh, percent or 76 people of all deaths that hurts my oh, soul <laughs> yeah it's a little surprising but it's not surprising but i want to let john talk i yeah. don't want to take up all yeah so i want to hear john talk uh well i guess uh, the the one thing that we would have to i guess uh, get a little bit specific about is the whole aspect of aggressiveness with pit bulls because i see that there's a potentiality that because they're very um more so animal aggressive than people aggressive. What happens is that a lot of times uh, the pit bull will uh, start to go after another pet and then in the process of breaking up that fight, then the, yeah. the person ends up getting bit by the pit bull. And then it's like, well, see, look at the pit bull that's going after the people. But for the most part, 
from what I've seen is that the pit bulls are much more aggressive towards animals and they're, they're more rare that they're aggressive towards people, but it definitely does happen. And the worst part about it is when the pit bulls are aggressive, they're very tenacious. So mm -hmm. that, that makes the attacks just even more like more, I guess, uh, dramatic because they don't that's, stop. That's exactly what I was going to bring up. So yeah. like, I don't know if anybody has ever seen those pictures of like a, a pit bull after it goes after a porcupine, for example, um, you know, versus Probably. something like a golden yep. retriever or a German shepherd, the pit bulls ignoring all of the pain that it's receiving yeah. because that's what it was bred to do is to keep going, even though it's mm -hmm. getting hurt. Right. Especially in dog fighting. So you'll see these pictures of the pit bull complete. I mean, it's got pins in its eyeballs, in its mouth, all inside its mouth everywhere. I mean, it's, he looks like a porcupine after this attack. And I think that's, my main issue with pit bulls is that compared to something like a German Shepherd, if a German Shepherd bites you and you punch it in the face, it's probably going to run away. If you beat it with a pole, it'll probably stop and, and quiver. Not all of them. I mean, obviously, granted, some dogs may just be more aggressive, but a pit bull is just bred to keep going. So that's why so many maulings, I would say, happen from pit bulls versus other dogs, which other dogs may bite, maybe even bite at a higher rate. I don't know. Um, but the maulings happen so consistently with pit bulls as a breed on the whole because they have that gene in there where they don't stop even when they should i mean i've seen videos um just in you know in my research you know because i was was not anti-pitbull and until you know the last year or so and i wouldn't say i'm like staunchly like euthanize all of them there's some people that believe that i don't know if i fall into that camp specifically mm -hmm. but um i was very pro pitbull for a long time until i had discussions with friends who aren't and i've seen videos of these dogs mauling cops if a cop comes into the house and this dog shot in the head and is still chasing the officer right so that's that's scary when you're thinking about maybe um especially around children if a kid you know kids hit their parents all the time imagine this kid hits a pit bull because the kid doesn't know any better and you can't yeah. get this dog off of the child you know even though the dog might be friendly and it was provoked um you know it won't stop the attack and that's sort of my issue why i think they they shouldn't really be around children in in general now i'm not saying every single pit bull is going to maul a child but when you look at something like that where it's something that even if if the dog is trained and it is provoked because children are very provocative they'll do things yeah. even to their parents yeah. you know poking buttons and seeing what they can get away with mm. you know when you have a dog that's not going to stop even when you're shooting it you know that's that's dangerous it's really really dangerous and they can be very destructive in those scenarios well, before i get to spinach bra what i think uh, you bring up here is at what point does something that is a problem in a certain amount of uh, cases become too unbearable so as to have some kind of legislation or some kind of a response to it you know because if there are certain bad things that happen but they only happen like this very tiny percentage then you know common sense to say oh we're just gonna let this slide but if it is something that everybody agrees in that this small amount is already too much then something I would say if we're done. talking about a hundred what was it a, how many how many babies specifically under one like that's I would say that's kind of a problem, you know? No, I mean, and I, I somewhat agree, but I think the biggest problem is people, you know, getting pit bulls or having kids, young babies around pit bulls. There's, there's two ways for your, your child, your infant child, or even any child to be safe around a pit bull. One, the pit bull gets raised with the child from being a puppy. Cause it, the, I, I, you'd be, you, it would have to be a psychotic dog that, and you would see the signs before if it's raised from a puppy with the child that nobody will ever hurt that that child that that dog will make sure of it and the dog will never hurt that mm. child if they're raised in sequence 
And the other way is if the pit bull is matured. And so that's the big thing. And that's the big problem with pit bulls. They don't, people just pass the buck like ours. They're both rescue dogs. You know, they, they, people like, sure. That pit bull is cute as fuck when it's size of a football. Most people don't realize it's going to be a hundred pounds and it's probably going to be stronger than most people in the house. Yeah. So, so they'll, they'll pick it up when it's a little pup and then they'll bring it home. And then they had no idea the, the characteristics that pit bulls have. And so to be honest, that's why the whole debate about pit bulls, I think is ridiculous. I think there needs to be more accountability with the owners. Spinach bra? Uh, yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, let me hop in real quick. So if you look at this People article, uh, two children killed when they're hospitalized after family pit bulls attacked them outside Tennessee home. Well, these are their pit bulls. Uh, the pit bulls killed the two-year-old daughter and they killed the five-month-old son. They, Like Jacob was saying, they were raised with the pit bulls. I mean, how are you supposed to raise no, kids with no, pit no, no. bulls if they're just going to no, kill the kids before they're even good enough to, I don't know, be able to not like kill kids? No, you, you're putting Love words in my mouth. Like yeah. yeah, like I said, if the if the pit bull is raised as a puppy with the infant, so so they, they grow up at the same rate. You know what I mean? If, if you bring home a puppy pit bull, then I would say, yeah, that's safe to keep it around the kid. You know? Well, I would um, say that's like Russian roulette. Like, oh, I this is a baby pit bull that we have no experiences with, and we're going to raise it with a little kid. That's well, just hold on. To be, fair, to be fair to Jacob, though, there should yeah. be some way for us to know whether it's like an axiom that pit bulls that are raised as puppies are always going to, or 99.9% of the time, act the way that Jacob says. I want yeah, to see if there's any literature. It's kind of that. funny what Jacob says. Yeah, I'm not using this as an argument, but it's a big meme in the anti pit bull communities that when you said that you yell, you know, you yell at the kids and the pit bull will get angry at you. Uh, there's a big joke that that's resource guarding that they just don't want you to, uh, you know, it seem like a threat to their food. <laughs> so, like I told Lev, I am not on any social media, so all of your guys' social media <laughs> arguments are kind of bullshit to me. Um, I'm so I'm literally a digital. No, I'm not saying I agree YouTube. with it. I'm just no, saying I, it's, no, Jacob I, is free. No, Jacob is free from the matrix. Free. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying that. Like, oh, I read all of this, so I know all of it. How many? I mean, how much time around the pit bulls? That, that's kind of my. That's my argument to all of these arguments. How much time, John? Here, probably. I I, I need. I want John to speak more. He's got the most fucking experience with them. I've just grown up with multiple mm. friends. I've grown up around friends that had pit bulls and now i've lived with them for four years and so but john was raised them so yeah. uh, but you well, but i mean i've been i've been around know. pit bulls my whole life i've owned one okay apart so that's pit bull, a but i've grown up around pit bulls my whole life my well family, here here's the my important, family has owned big dogs here's the really important question then your guys's experience did it involve seeing or growing up with pit bulls from when they were puppies because what we're trying to figure out here is have there been instances where when a pit bull grows up with a human being from being a puppy, it still ends up going nuts and biting like if somebody yeah. steps on a tail or whatever. That's really what we're trying to figure out here. So, John, I don't know if you have any uh, any ideas there, like what, what exactly would happen. I think the bigger discussion is uh, really understanding dog behavior regardless of breed. Yeah. Um, and really, like, because I, I think, what was stated in the article about the the dogs that I guess mauled the kids is that there was an incident prior to that mauling. So it's almost like uh, people are overlooking these uh, symptoms of an unstable dog, regardless of the mm -hmm. breed. 
I don't yeah. necessarily know if Pitbull is more unstable than uh, other dog breeds, but I know unstable dogs when I see them, right? Like they're not wagging their tails. They're kind of looking at you from a different angle. A lot of times when a dog can actually be scared, they're actually more aggressive. Uh, they're very uh, protective of their own space. So I think that's really the important um, discussion regarding this whole pit bull uh, conversation is uh, families being able to recognize when their dog has a tendency to not have a rock solid temperament. Yeah, know? that's that's partly the case. But I want to make sure that we do go back to the initial question. Maybe it's not an answerable question, which is absolutely fine. Yeah, but the, yeah. the question would be, have there been any experiences you guys have had with pit bulls when they were still like growing up from a puppy stage mm -hmm. to an adult stage that they've had an interaction with like the kid in the family for the infant in the family for that time and that they did not end up biting them or they did end up biting them in some uh, freak occurrence. That's really what I think is important here as well because that's the, that's the question of can people make sure that these things don't happen if they just take pit bulls in when they're still just forming as opposed to when they may have had a history of uh, violence that they don't even know about early on and bring those to the kids. So that's like a very kind of like yeah. black and white thing that I'm trying to establish here because if we're talking about it, we're not just talking for shits and giggles. The idea yeah. would be is like, are there any policies that could be implemented here where the people who want pit bulls would still be able to have the pit bulls, but at the same time, we know that uh, when it comes to the growing up with the infants, that that's not going to cause any problems or will it like that? I don't know, John, that specific example, any, yeah. any track record there. I haven't heard. Uh, I'm listen, I'm, I'm not saying that it can't happen, but I specifically have not heard of a dog being raised or a pit bull being raised from a puppy to end up having um, issues with the family or the kids or anything like that. But I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure that yeah. it has happened. I'm sure it's happened with every breed. I don't know if it happens more often with pit bulls, but, you know, I'm sure it's happened, but it's I haven't come across that personally. Spinach bra in the statistics that uh, you were looking at, were there examples? Like I know there were definitely a lot of infants within that uh, statistic I mentioned. Were there any statistics that specified whether or not the pit bull grew up with this family and with these infants and then ended up attacking them? Um, I can't find specific data on that. I was just looking at the like actual totals. That yeah, is and I think it's something yeah. like, you know, if, if you want to argue, like, let's just say for the sake of, of the argument that, okay, if you raise a pit bull as a puppy with um, a baby and they grow up together, it won't bite that baby. What's going to stop it from, um, you know, biting an oopsie baby a couple of years later when the pit bull's grown up, hasn't grown up with this baby, just for the sake of argument. I'm, I'm just, yeah. you know, it, it could still be an issue in my opinion, even if you're a hundred percent correct that a pit bull would never bite a child that it grew up with. Or what happens yeah. if, if your sister, your pit bull's a full grown adult and you have children and your younger sister just had her baby and is bringing her newborn over, you know, it's like, it, it, I think it still wouldn't, even if your argument is hundred percent true, I think there's still instances where it, it could still pose a danger. Yeah. There, I mean, you could, but uh, you could go check your mail and, and a drunk driver could swerve into your fucking mailbox while you're checking it. You know what I mean? It's instant. Well, that's my problem with statistics and, and anecdotal information. I mean, th that is my ultimate problem. And, 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 and my, my stance on that kind of goes across the board with everything. But anyways, I was just making an example, but yeah. if, if we want to, if we want to just continue to be, 
down this path. I mean, because I, I thought the overall arching debate or conversation was about are pit bulls good or bad? Should people have them or not? Yeah. So I I have no personal experience. And I and like I said, I did no study on whether or not. But I can tell you, because I've raised a lot of big dogs. I've raised nothing but big dogs my whole life. If you When you get a puppy and you raise it correctly, I think, and John made the point too, it, it doesn't, the whole debate, like let's narrow in on pit bulls, man, Malamutes can be bad. I, I grew up with a Malamute and he was the best dog I've ever had. But uh, that thing could tear you to pieces just as fast as a pit bull, but he's not as aggressive. Uh, but the point is, is it, it's, it all boils down to training. I, more education needs to be done. I don't think everybody should go and own a pit bull. There, there are calibers of difficulty for dog breeds. Pit bull is on the high end of, of caliber of, of difficulty for raising. So I'm not advocating for, hey, go get a pit bull. And, and no, I wouldn't bring a pit bull home with an infant either. You know, like I'm saying, I would think if you raised it right from being a puppy and you showed it lots of love and introduced it slowly in controlled environments to the child, over time, they build a relationship. There is a reason for that myth of nanny dog. That, I mean, that's not just a made up thing. There is a reason that that is a myth, you know. So, but what it boils down to is, is owner accountability. When something goes on, John said it right. If you're a good dog trainer, you, if you have dogs, you should be able to know, hey, that's, that's questionable, questionable personality traits that this dog is displaying right now. I should probably find somebody more qualified, which there's places out there that they'll, they'll take the most broken dogs and, and raise yeah. them. So, but you need to, if you're going to bring a, I think the biggest overall problem with all of this is everybody looks, not everybody, but a lot of people look at dogs like toys now. That's not what it is. And every breed ha, it was, it was bred for a certain thing. And yeah, pit bulls were, they were bred to kill. Okay. They've been more and more domesticated over the years. But uh, that doesn't mean that the aggression is gone. So it takes a high, it, ha it takes experience in raising big dogs to bring a, a pit bull into the house. And that's where I stand on it. I, I think more education needs to be done um, to let people know, like, hey, if you're going to pick a pit bull up, you better be ready. And hopefully you've raised a big dog before. Uh, and I've raised several big dogs. And I'll tell you, uh, Tater, is, man, that he toughest, strongest dog I've ever met. And I've met bigger dogs. I've raised bigger dogs. Is and he the uh, Mal Malamute? No, the Malamute was the best dog. That, I, I was actually born. So, and here's the, I mean, I don't know. This, the, I, so and I want to make sure Spanish Rock could also reply, but uh, I, I do want yeah. to see that uh, if you have any dogs, by the way, around here, it'll be interesting to see them. But a uh, Spanish Rock, uh, yeah, they're, uh, I'm I curious, uh, yeah, what would your response be? Well, that's the thing that these pit bull advocates are saying. Oh, they're, they weren't trained right. It's the owner's fault, blah, blah, blah. You don't hear That's that true. about golden retrievers. You don't hear that about cocker spaniels or Boston terriers, all of them. It's the only the pit bulls or mostly only the pit bulls and like very like rare dogs like Malamus or whatever that you're always saying, oh, it's the trainer's fault. Well, no one blames the trainer for golden retrievers or Boston terriers They're not or, bred to be or all the other ones. So you can't just blame it on the trainer if all these other dogs don't need to be trained not to maul four-year-old kids at a playground. Or like no, you should, when I was a little should, kid. Wait, wait, let, let, kinda, let's finish raw finish for one at a time. Yeah, yeah, sorry. When I was sorry. a little kid, I, I lived on a dead-end road. And close to the end of the dead-end road, I couldn't drive past and go to other streets because like half a mile away from my house, there was a pit bull that was just roaming around. And the neighbor that lived with the pit bull, she just let it roam around. And one time I wanted to walk with my parents uh, to the gas station and we couldn't. 
my dad took a walking stick and he was the pit bull was running at us and we acted like we were going to hit him. We didn't want to hit him. And then the neighbor comes out with a gun and we call the police and the police can't do anything. That neighbor aimed her gun at my dad for trying to defend us from the pit bull. And luckily she was there so that she could call that pit bull away. So we don't have to hurt the pit bull. But I mean, it's just ridiculous that you're saying that all these dogs need to be trained when all these other dogs don't need to be trained not to kill kids and not to just attack random people on the road that aren't even on their property. That's the point I have to say. I guess uh, yeah. my, uh, just to interject real quick, oh, were you 100% sure that that dog was going to attack you? Or yeah. not just trying I to was play? on the road and the house was like 20 feet away and we were just walking down and that pit bull got three feet away from my dad. Well, it, it was going after me or my, uh, at the time, 10-year-old brother. And my dad jumped in the way between us. I mean, that pit bull was only three feet away when the... Uh, my dad aimed the stick at him and the neighbor ran out and aimed her gun at us and told the pit bull to come back. So yeah, yeah and, that pit bull was uh, definitely going to attack us if the neighbor yeah. didn't come out and uh, threatened to kill us. I, I guess, I, so, I guess yeah. for, for me growing up, I had a similar experience with neighbors that had pit bulls and uh, we were playing in the back and uh, you know they let the dogs loose and we all scattered because we all freaked out. And then it wasn't until I had pit bulls like many years after that, uh, you know, I saw a similar activity where the dogs run up to you, but, you know, you have the perception that because it's a pit bull, it's automatically running up to attack you. And Well, you I know when a dog's nice and most people, I mean, yeah. I, I've had dogs in the past, you know, when a dog is running at you and wants to pet or running at you and wanting to kill you. And when a dog's barking at you and snarling and all that shit, and it's just running at, sorry to cuss, uh, but it's just running at you you know it's going to try to bite you or do something to you that you don't want. So that dog in that case was definitely trying to maul my 10-year-old brother. So, yeah. Not not to I mean, play like call... the fence. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Let me just say no, not I'll... to play like the fence sitter here, but I do think that there is just more nuance between like, oh, it's the owner and oh, it's always the breed. Like, I do think that there are pit bulls yeah. that can be raised as puppies and never bite anyone and, and live a fulfilling life. I don't think we should euthanize all pit bulls and that there's no hope for the breed. But at the same time, yeah. and, and my issue isn't even with the breed itself. It's more so with the media narrative and the misinformation yeah. about pit bulls in general. It's the shelters that are saying, oh, come get this poor, this pit bull, he wouldn't hurt a fly. He was abandoned by his owners. And you're just sitting, you know, basically going into the shelter and getting this mystery meat of a dog. You have no idea what's in it, but it's definitely mixed with pit bull. Because like I said, you can recognize that square ass head from anywhere. <laughs> they're, they're cute. I think pit bulls are cute, but I'm, I'm still kind of scared of them. But um, <laughs> I love the big head. I'm sorry. I can't. It's just I want to smush it anyway. Yeah. Um, um, but, I, and I agree with Jeff. Like, yeah, we just it's like, it, you know, there's just it's, reform. Exactly. You make sure that you get your background check before you get your pit bull. If you got a 10 year old kid at home, that's a no. If you're an owner that's just going to let it roam around and uh, go over to playgrounds and all little kids, that's a yeah, no. That's not cool. um, yeah. No, but I do, I do think that these shelters and one. stuff need to be held accountable for just We're saying, like, oh, come get this, I mean, come get this cool, pit bull, it'll be fine. That's not feasible. Pit bull's great with kids, and it's like, you don't actually know anything about the pit bull as a shelter. You you think you know about right. the pit bull. You don't know anything. You're saying that this is going to be a great family dog for your kids. You have no idea who bred it, how irresponsibly it was bred, what kind of home it was yeah. living in before. And then you have the Facebook pit mommy saying every pit 
pitbull is wonderful it's not the breed it's always the owners so then them and their friends get pitbulls of their own and they have no idea what background history of this dog is they adopted it from a shelter and then somebody in their family gets mauled or hurt from the pitbull so i think it is a mix of both the breed um the yeah. media narrative and the owners i think all of these things can be true at once and it's just mm. this idea yeah. that like pitbulls are not you know any more aggressive than any other breed they don't bite more than any other no, breed, they, which i'm not are. saying you guys are yeah, saying specifically they, but just yeah, the narrative in general, you know, that they they don't bite people at any higher rate. They're not more aggressive. They're the nanny breed and they're so good with kids. And look at this pit bull next to my baby and all this almost propaganda, I would say, Wait, from quick, some uh, pit bull enthusiasts quick, you know, that leads aside. people to buy these irresponsibly. Quick aside here, Jessics, you were mm -hmm. saying pit mommies. Can you pit explain mommies. what exactly is the phenomenon <laughs> of the pit okay, mommies? Okay, so just picture this, <laughs> picture this person, blonde, suburban nurse mercedes eight pit bulls she's posting them on instagram she's putting the little <laughs> flower facebook, flower facebook as well she's posting the little flower crown on it she has like like i love my pit bull like bumper sticker on her car she's got like the pit bull picture frames in her house and like all of her pit bulls have pictures on her facebook with like the little instagram flower crown on them you know what i mean like that's a pit mommy <laughs> what is well what is the psychology it's just like a, it? it's just a stereotypical just white girl that is just like obsessed with pit bulls and is like like her whole facebook page is like talking about pit bulls mm. and how they're not aggressive but like, that's why, a why do you think why do you think that is the case where does that come from it's the same reason that white women love being like um like super liberal about anything like they see a like a, a class that's getting a class of anybody a class of person a class of animal whatever that's just getting like talked down on by people and they want to they have like that white savior complex like they just want to be the savior of anyone and anything and pitbull is just advocate, the one that yeah. they've yeah the pitbull is just the one that they've latched on to mm. john i'm curious what do you think of that is that uh accurate you'd say probably yeah that sounds about right white women white women just love defending yeah. something like, they just love having that savior complex <laughs> Four, I can't even show my sister this debate at this point because four out of five of your fuck of your uh, your 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 quotes there, like that's my sister, dude. <laughs> you nailed it. You, you nailed it. But not eight, two, you know, and not not doing the whole posting on Facebook about how yeah. great they are, though, because I think that's a big problem. Is yeah, I I agree. I think that that is a big problem with just oh yeah, they're great. Look at it. Look at my little ten second video of it being so good. You know, I mean it. It's. You can't tell people that because they pit bulls. Yeah, they, they well, require the, uh, some intense training. Well, the pit bull uh, conversation, I think it opens up a, a wider topic here of uh, responsibility. When we're talking mm -hmm. about guns, there is yeah. a, uh, a procedure that people have to go through in order to mm -hmm. have a gun. When you're talking about cars, you have to take a driver's test. When you're talking about having kids... Well, they should be licensed for that. There should be a license <laughs> for that. I am fully in the camp of that. I'm sorry, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the funny thing, right? Like, the one thing that contributes the most to how human beings behave on this planet has no uh, checks to it as far as, like, are these people competent enough to yeah. actually put a human life out there into the world and have it be a responsible human life, you know, like that's right. That is a very uh, that is a very big thing. But in a similar uh, conversation, when it comes to the pit bulls, are people responsible enough 
to be able to handle that kind of uh, that kind of energy because when we're talking about especially like with the infants and all that most people i feel think of themselves to be much more competent than they actually are in and, every aspect yeah, exactly. all across the board <laughs> <laughs> and the qu and the question is, how would we get people to admit that? Yeah, I'm not that competent at this. You know, you wouldn't. So the question is, like, do you do you legislate something? And I don't know, like spinach bra. What are your thoughts on the actual legislation, things related to that, when it comes to making sure these things don't happen and human responsibility? Well, I just think that a dog should be used for what it was bred for, like. A beagle should be used for hunting, a killing machine like a pibble. I mean, there's many things we can do with that. I mean, we're sending a hundred billion dollars to we're sending a hundred billion dollars to Ukraine. Uh, war, yeah. We I should mean, send pibble to uh, we should send pibble aid to Ukraine so that they can kill off all those Russians that are invading them. I mean, lasers on them, but we should have uh, uh, pitbull. Uh, <laughs> I'm fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> relief for these ukrainians they're killing oh, machines they'll, i'm sure they'll be able to get some death tolls up there the Why problem is they might eat the ukrainians too though hmm? what the, the problem is they might eat the ukrainians too so there you go <laughs> these pipples are killing machines <laughs> no what we can do we could, have, we could have we could have like drones we should have them around your kids we could have drones the, that would have hey, like they, baby powder they would throw baby powder at the russians and then the Russians yes, be like, why dude. am I covered in this? And then the pit bulls come in, you know, they smell the baby, and it's just, I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you. That, uh, the Russians are the four-year-olds on the playground, you know? Yes, exactly. Funny. No, I would argue that, like, you know, because they do have um, licenses for specific animals, if you're thinking about, like, um, animal re rehabilitation, wildlife rehabilitation, I wouldn't be opposed, and not just for pit bulls, but, but any large dog breed needing yep. some kind of training or requirement. Because um, yep. even, like, um, German Shepherds, for example, not necessarily bred for dog fighting, but they are more They're aggressive. They were, they, they were yep. bred for <laughs> fighting. You know, and they don't yeah, maul were... at the same rate that pit bulls do i would say they're less dangerous even though they may be just as aggressive they're less dangerous in their aggression just because of of the way that pitbulls were bred versus the way that german shepherds were bred but german shepherds are a very aggressive dog breed as well i think they're probably number yeah. two or number three behind rottweilers um, I and i would argue too. i would argue for for even those breeds maybe you need some kind of training before you're you're able to keep one that would be i mean i would be 100 yeah. percent for that because even yeah. when I was like pro pitbull, I hate to say like pro or anti pitbull because it's just an animal, and I I honestly do pity pity the animals for yeah, they're all they're the, all you know, the souls treated, at the end of the but, day like they're yeah, all yeah but um you know I, I would I even when I was pro pitbull I would argue that not everybody should be able to own one that like you should have mm -hmm. to have some kind of training or whatever yep. you know well here's where they're banned so the UK uh New New Zealand Belgium France Denmark Poland Finland and Norway. And some of these may not be fully banned. Some of these may just be uh, limited ownership. So maybe they do take certain things into account. I, I actually have a procedure. comment about that. And this isn't something that I have a specific statistic for. It's not something that I have, but it's something that I've seen. I've seen it a lot. This is all anecdotal, but I do want to share it um, because of the stigma around pit bulls. And I'm not saying that um, the stigma is an issue necessarily. I think stigma in certain instances is important to have because it, it, it means that you're aware of what could happen. But because of the stigma around pit bulls in some places, in these areas where pit bulls are banned, you'll see these shelters now selling pit bulls as mixed breeds. They're not 
they're not disclosing that the pit bull is mixed with pit bull or they're saying it's um you know some other kind of bull terrier but not like a pit bull which is why some areas have started banning bully breeds as a whole because they would call it like a something else a bully something instead of like a pit bull specifically because the pit bull in some areas is banned just that breed specifically so then you have people now buying dogs that they don't even know were pit bulls because they're not just even though like i i'm very familiar with most dog breed. i could tell that it, like i said that square head is very indistinguishable <laughs> but um you know but they they you know they're not disclosing necessarily that this dog is bred with pit bull so then this person is is buying a dog that they don't necessarily know is a pit bull so they don't know how to even um, address maybe some of those uh, more aggressive behaviors and train it properly. Hmm. Here would be a question for John. Now, John, since you are, I think, the most biologically knowledgeable person in this panel, could be wrong, but uh, would there be a way that pit bulls can be further bred to get rid or maybe genetically altered in some way to get rid of that part of them that makes them so aggressive? Yeah, and I think they have been. I think that mm -hmm. it's been taking place when people really understand, you know, how the traditional dog fighting pit bulls were actually bred uh, or have been around those types of uh, litters. It's night and day from most of the quote unquote pit bulls that people are buying uh, at this point in time. Uh, just to, I guess, give you an example, the people that are really into that whole like continuing the lineage of. Uh, dog fighting and all that stuff a lot Philip of times they, God. yeah they, they have to separate the puppies uh -huh. at like three weeks old because the puppies yeah. start to tear each other up yeah i've seen yep. that they don't have to be trained the puppies at three weeks old they don't have to be trained to fight they that's what they want to do and even when they get older that sort of uh, lineage of that specific style of breeding these, those dogs would rather fight than eat or have sex or anything they're they're not bred to be pets at all so on the other side then you have these very muscly sort of dogs that are bred for looks and the danger with they're goofy as hell <laughs> yeah, the, the that's what i have one of the goofy ones yeah yeah the danger of breeding just for looks is that you don't breed for temperament so they're breeding just for like you know over muscle looks and they're creating it, himbos yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah but, and also like you know you can create unstable uh breeds like that you know because yeah. you're you're not uh breeding and especially for, like, in those circles there's a lot of inbreeding as well which causes a lot of issues tons of inbreeding and just tons of not focus on temperament so yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely if you breed for temperament if you want to breed dogs that are not are less dog aggressive i think the pit bull is always going to have a little bit of that background of being animal yeah. aggressive but uh, people aggressive, you could definitely breathe that out of them, you know? Yeah. I think the issue stems from mostly, um, like I feel like pit bulls more often than not are irresponsibly bred than responsibly bred, at least yeah. in my area. It depends on which area of the country you're in. Yeah. But I'm in South Florida. I mean, we have cockfighting, we have dog fighting, you know, we have all that yeah. stuff here. And even the people that that don't necessarily participate in the dog fighting, I think a lot of the pit bulls that they own and then breed irresponsibly are still pretty close to that bloodline. You know, I think they're they're definitely probably not super far along away from it just because of where sure. they source their dogs from, you know, and then yeah. they're breeding them irresponsibly responsibly as well yeah so you kind of just brought me back to my point it stems from the humans dogs it's, it's doesn't both, matter the but... breed well yes of course they are more naturally aggressive but like john said you can train the aggression pretty much out of a dog uh, and it's it always 
dogs are like children their whole life. When a dog dies, when it's 10 years old, it's like a child. It, it, it can't, a, a domesticated dog, if you let it run wild, very few of them will survive. Only there, the toughest ones will survive. There was a story, I think it was in uh, Australia, about this girl who was raised by wolves. And this yeah. girl, she had no ability to read or write and uh, she i mean she could speak but the way that she carried on it really did seem like you know this is like a feral child this child's not yeah. able to act normally so the amount of attention and this goes for both like you know animals and people like the amount of attention that we put on yeah. kids when they are really young the brain mm -hmm. is plastic and it does have a way of uh, changing for better or for worse over time And I don't think people should ignore those aspects either, uh, because when it comes to making, I mean, this could be a negative thing too, because like uh, technocrats can use the power of uh, selecting certain traits no, in order yeah. to create, you know, just like people who superhumans. Well, superhumans, I'd say that's for the elite, but they would also, th theoretically, they could use it to create people who are absolutely subservient, who don't question anything. Like with China, for example, I bet uh, my bottom dollar that they're creating human-animal hybrids in various ways to yeah. create the kind of people genetically that would be, you know, never questioning of the regime. That would be totally And that's why I have, that's why I have no social media right there, because yeah, that is... <laughs> I, I'm not, I mean, it sounds conspir conspiratorial, but I, I, I believe that's actually happening. That is in progress as we speak. Yeah. I mean, look at China's TikTok compared to America's TikTok. Oh, yeah. You tell me that there's not some kind of uh, grand, grandstand scheme going on there. So, it, but. This spinach bra, I think this is also around your wheelhouse. Any thoughts on that? Just on the human animal hybrids? Not just human-animal hybrids. That's already being happening. A, yeah. That's already happening, but specifically yeah. being Chimera. able to, yeah, being able to genetically alter, let's say, humans when you know when they're like in the baby stages, when they're still in the womb, genetically yeah, altering them. Yeah, I mean that's literally happened with. Yeah, it's already happening. CRISPR yeah. studies and all that. Yeah, yeah, CRISPR exactly. Yeah, yeah, they're already doing it. But do you think this would lead to this kind of dystopic uh, scenario that I outlined, where the elites would have you know, special abilities while the plebs would just be way stupider than they are right now or more subservient, maybe not stupider, but like more, let's say, acting more like robots than people like i don't literally know. just yeah. wally irl <laughs> well does that does that make so much sense though because when you have a bunch of fat people to move around and uh, like what are they there for what's the point of them even existing i'd understand if we're talking about people who would paying be taxes and buying stuff they're just consumers Yes, but wouldn't you rather have consumers that can still physically do things Think. in the world? Like what? Because yeah. it seems they like... just have the robots making everything. You don't need humans to make things. You're just making money at that point. No, but where does the money come from from the humans? Yeah, if those humans aren't going to do anything. At a certain point, you don't end up. They're having running any... the robots. While so no, haven't you seen the Twilight Zone? Haven't you seen the Twilight Zone episode where the the creator becomes Only a obsolete? Couple. Yeah. Yeah. When, no, the creator of the technology becomes obsolete yeah. in the technology's eyes. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, that would be my first thought. So I wouldn't expect the Wally -E people to be operating the robots if the robots would be good enough to be operated either by themselves or by a class of specialists that know everything about those robots. So that's why I think, like, with the Wally -E people, it almost seems 
unneeded. You know, like if if humanity is going in that direction, why have the Wally people there at all? Like, That's I don't fun. Know. Have you ever gone? Have you ever gone yeah. fat people watching before? Maybe no. the the robots just let you've never gone fat people watching. Oh, it's no. great. Just go to your local mall. It's 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 exciting. Walmart. Just um, go to a Walmart. Wally no, Mart. but maybe maybe that's what they're doing. They're just like you know seeing. They they just like it. It's fun. It's like reality TV for them, you know. I know, John. I mean, this, this has been this has gone far got, away from the devolved. Definitely, yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's topic. no, no. I think it's good that we've gotten off topic because I really think that uh, we've uh, done as much as possible on this question of the pit bulls. Like, I think we've gone through the yeah. whole thing. But uh, John, yeah, really. this is why I do want to ended on this particular question of humanity because that is like the broader scope of what it means to genetically engineer people for uh, certain purposes any thoughts on that potential future where there would be people who would be more controllable or but like i said at that point if you have just like wally people around then why should they those wally people be needed in the first place like what 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 are they going to fulfill at that point what a crazy ass question, man. Um, I like it. <laughs> what's your McCart? I mean, like, I don't think that you need to do uh, genetic manipulation to control the population. Uh, if you've been paying attention the past couple of years, man, I mean, like, YouTube algorithm, YouTube algorithm, be careful. YouTube algorithm, yeah. emotion, repetition, emotion, repetition. It seems like that's all. They don't say the V word. We don't want to get them banned. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Not. Even yeah. even if this is an unlisted stream, I am just being incredibly paranoid when it comes yeah. to this stuff. You have every right to be paranoid. You don't want to be owing somebody a billion dollars because you misspoke on a live oh, stream. Boy. So literally, check your PayPal. Lev, check your PayPal, dude. Pretty sure. Oh, they may have found you right now. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but we were talking about TikTok being like this Chinese bioweapon. When I'm talking about this biological manipulation, it does not necessarily need to be going into a mother's womb and injecting, you know, whatever yeah. stuff. We're talking about uh, even seeing something, getting some kind of a feedback loop from the information you consume when you're like uh, like an infant. Like we've seen so many infants mm -hmm. with iPads today. Yeah, what exactly? is that going to mean for that now? drives Gen me nuts yeah that like generate nuts when i see it like i don't know have you guys found uh that the next generation is slightly i don't know like spinach bra you may be the youngest one here how old are you if you don't mind me asking yeah i'm 21 21 there we go oh my goodness are you noticing what i'm talking about not even biologically speaking as far as uh mad scientists doing some stuff in the womb but just as far as the generation of people that you're growing up around are you noticing a difference between the generations oh yeah definitely uh my generation is uh heavier weighted is how you would say it yeah they're heavier weighted um they're they have a lot more uh <laughs> drug dependent people of girth. entitled entitled I feel I I don't know I feel every I'm not saying is entitled. I'm not saying you, but well overall. So I trained helpers. I, I for I'm 31 and I trained helpers uh, in construction. So I saw kids coming out every day. I do know uh, that we're not good with our hands like other generations. No. like we're not crafty and entitled. Speak for yourself. They, they, <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm not even kidding. Ninety percent of them would walk in and think that they that they get to tell the boss what to do on day two. And it, and it, it just it was overarching across the board. It's honestly very, so crazy. Very too, because few. 
I grew up with technology too. And it's like, it feels like just the small change. Like when I, when I grew up with technology, I mean, I was on my phone constantly, but I had to like text with a number pad. Right. Or I was playing video games or I went on like Facebook and nobody was on Facebook in like 2008, 2009. Right. And like, just seeing the change and like the constant, like, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? You're just constantly eating up media, constantly, yeah. constantly, Bombarded. constantly. You're always stimulated, overstimulated constantly. I felt like I was overstimulated as a kid and seeing this one-year-old with like this crazy YouTube cocoa melon, like screaming in its face and bright colors constantly. It's like, it's so <laughs> dystopian. It's like crazy. I'm like, oh my goodness. I can't imagine how much like social anxiety, ADHD, like all this kind of stuff that like, I really think I'm not going to say ADHD and social anxiety are fake, but I definitely think they're manufactured by what we consume and how we live our lives like definitely changes how those things manifest in your head and they're going to be like if, if if my generation is not riddled with it they're going to be riddled with it even worse you know it's so nuts yeah. to me with and my generation it's very hard to not notice somebody uh not picking up their phone at least once every five to ten minutes uh, yeah we're very glued to our phones and all that but and, uh, uh, and with me and my friends, what we just do is when we're hanging out, we put our phones away. Maybe we turn them off. And Base. that's just how you got to do it is uh, put your dang phone away, like the boomers say. Well, you were also mentioning something about demons and uh, pornography. What yeah. would you say regarding not just pornography, but in general about the interactive social media landscape that uh, kids are on today? If we if we kind of take a step away from whatever it is that we can fully prove as far as like our physical realm here and just think about the metaphysical for a second what would you say may be happening here as far as the interaction that kids would have with like not o not only porn but like any kind of media is there well, a really spiritual think... aspect to it yeah i yeah i really think this is super bad for us and all that that's going on i think that literally there needs to be legislation where uh you put in the settings of your phone what's your birthday and you can't access like uh twitter or youtube or whatever like there's youtube for kids like people that's that even worse than the regular youtube that's yeah. like they have yeah, these yeah, bright yeah. ass colors there and they show they show the worst shit you know as far as uh, oh i don't know color design. I would, and they I sneak use, stuff in there too i used you youtube know? for kids when i was 12 and it wasn't bad but uh maybe it's gotten worse now did you miss the, the elsa think... elsa gate was that what it was called oh yeah they had all those yeah, creepy perverted like spider-man and elsa videos on but it's there. not even... i wasn't around when i was a kid no but it's not even about elsa gate like maybe you were lucky enough to see like i don't know tom and jerry or stuff like that right. but what i'm talking about is at the same time that stuff like tom and jerry or bugs bunny is shown they would also show these uh cheap uh very brightly colored animations to kids that would have like like these hot pink colors and blue colors and yellow colors, just like super bright. And they just keep mesmerized, yeah. Yeah, they're just keeping these kids in this dazed state. Like there was this kid that I was talking with at the farm. There was this uh, family gathering there where they were shearing the sheep. And I asked him like, because uh, he That's was the most wholesome thing I've ever heard in my life. It was adorable. <laughs> yeah, they had this sheep. And uh, I have the photos, by the way, on Twitter. But anyway, I asked this kid. He was like, I think he was six years old what he's interested in doing and luckily he was interested in playing with the like the nerf uh, gun and the bow and arrow and stuff oh, like that yeah, so with that stuff. yeah so he's like he's outside which is great and uh you know this is 
in the North Fork of Long Island. So, you know, these are not the poorest people on Earth. So I think that this, again, goes to the idea that people who are more in the elites know better and are able to make sure that their kids... But even with him, though, he said, like, when it comes to the iPad, and this is like a six-year-old, he said that, like, when I grab an iPad, uh, and he made this pose, I'm like, like that, you know, like, he made a pose like that just to show me how much of a zombie he becomes. So, like, a six-year-old was, like, fully articulate about this problem, and, uh, and I also asked him, uh, just like as a separate thing, like, what is it like? What is it like to be a six-year-old? And the first thing that he said <laughs> is how much, how much attention everybody pays to you. <laughs> yeah. uh, kids are so pure, dude. I love, I love it. Yeah, it's amazing. And I also noticed, like, the other people there, they were kind of already in the days. Like, my hope is that when you get kids early on and lead them away from that shit they're not going to end up following the same path that I think a lot of adults and a lot of boomers, quite frankly, like you've probably seen boomers on Facebook, how addicted they are to just like adding the likes and the messages and all that. Like that is a whole other, that is a whole other panopticon right there. But anyway, we're going to go soon. Any thoughts on, I guess, just to turn it full circle on the Pitbull discussion. I'll give a, I'll give a closing statement. Closing statement. Send them all to Ukraine. (laughs) <laughs> i wouldn't mind yeah. seeing Zelensky get bit by a pit bull oh come on <laughs> no no i i, I, I like Zelensky. he can't There's... i've heard that it's always his hologram that's out that it's not even really him uh, i don't i'm just no. it was a joke they're just, they're just, just cgi no, I'm, I'm, I'm a Zelensky stan i mean i don't want to turn this into the ukraine thing yeah you guys no. are probably you guys you guys know my stance on that i just feel like yeah. there are people who are more on the right who even if they wanted to say something nice about Ukraine can't because there's too much fucking pressure to not say anything nice about Ukraine because everybody else right. isn't saying it on their circle. But anyway, right. that's going to give you a conversation for later. Speaking of which, one person who I would want to get in on that conversation, if I can, was the person who was supposed to be here for the stream. Well, suppose, like, I offered him an invite. I don't think he would have ever come on. But the person and spinach bra, you know who I'm talking about, but the rest of you guys don't, who I wanted to bring on, but uh, it didn't happen, was Jack Murphy. Mm, mm. Yes. I don't know, mm. I don't know who it is. Jessica, you know Jack, Jack Murphy, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we all know about the weird yeah. Well, uh, Jack, no, I, got, I unfortunately I no know idea. about Jack Murphy. <laughs> Uh, I know a little too much about Jack Murphy. Wait, John, John, and Jacob, do you guys know about Jack Murphy? No, I I heard the name, but I don't know. And again, about again, like a respect for the guy. Like if he comes up and stuff like that, and I don't want to cast any shade, but just like saying what exactly has happened, he did play a very specific role in the history of internet culture in early December. I know, Jessica, if you want to just explain to John Um, and Jacob, and then we're then we're gonna go. No, maybe I'll let Spinach Bra do that yeah. one. If All right, Spinach Bra. It, it doesn't need to be mentioned. Uh, we can just drop that. All right. No I, th- I think that might be a sign that he maybe not bring him on. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, uh, Lev usually has a colorful cast. I'm not going to say don't bring him on, but he's definitely an interesting choice. Definitely. I have no, I'm going to have to look his name up. I have to look his name up when we're done now. Just make I got, sure you keep now on in... safe search. Just leave safe search oh. on. When you okay, have... great. Nice. All right. And with that, I want to thank uh, all you guys. Well, 
John, any final thoughts? And Jacob, uh, let me know before we go. Uh, I I agree with um, with the thoughts that uh, probably all large size dogs uh, you would should have some sort of permit to show that you have the capability to actually handle them. You know, you watch mm-hmm. these old ladies like getting dragged around by the Rottweilers, <laughs> and it's it's crazy. You know, like. We can't be having that, yeah. and that that's a big issue. So, yeah, I think, like, more, more so than just pit bull specific, it should be large dog yeah. breed kind of oversight to a certain extent if you want to go there. If you want to have oversight, do it for all large breeds. Let's not just uh, circle in just on the pit bulls. Yeah. About and, it. Uh, Jacob, any final thoughts on your side? No, I mean, I think John nailed it. Yeah, and I would just, I would advocate for more education. Um, I think people need to understand that that football-sized pit bull that you pick up as a puppy is going to be stronger than you in about two years. Um, so if you're going to get one, yeah, like John said, I think you sh- there probably should be some sort of licensing to ensure the safety of the community and the dog. Um, and you should you should be physically fit because that dog will be stronger than you. Any any big, large dog, like John said, that, dro- that dog is gonna be stronger than you and faster than you. So just train them right, man. Just train them right, show them love. And I mean, to be honest, yeah, I, I don't understand the hate for pit bulls. So, cause I mean, I I didn't bring them on, I could, but they're, they're nothing, I don't even need to. They're, they're nothing but love if you show them love, you know, so. Well, regar- regardless, regardless of whatever, happens as far as aggression and all that i think that humanity and animality and just like all consciousness expresses itself in ways where when the love is there it is pretty uh, genuine but with that being said quick promotions so uh spinach bra if people want to support spinach bra and find out what their personality is by drawing them by drawing a gorilla uh, go to Amazon, draw me a gorilla, artistic interpretations of gorilla drawings. Get that book, support Spinach Bra. And John, you also have a book, two books today. Uh, I don't know, Jessica, if you would work on one or Jacob, but uh, John, you guys <laughs> have... got to get on that book, Grift. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I've, I've written, I just haven't published anything. <laughs> well, you got to get on the Grift, man. I don't even read. No. I can't write. Jo- let's, hear, let's hear John's promotion, though. <laughs> yeah, DMT quest time. Yeah, so I just, uh, well, actually, both books, uh, I put all the information for free on the DMT Quest website, so you don't even have to buy the book. But if you do want to, you can check them out. Questions for the Lion Tamer 1 and 2, you can find them on Amazon. But most importantly, check out the DMT Quest documentary. You just go to dmtquest.org, uh, click that play button, it'll take you to the documentary. And if you like it, go ahead and share it out with your friends and family. Excellent. And uh, Jessix, anything you would want to promote? Anything coming up? Where could people go to get your stuff? Yeah, um, my Twitter is uh, at Jessix underscore TV. And, um, you know, I, I, I shit post, I girl post, and I um, also stream and I make rosaries. So it's actually what I've been doing most of the stream is fulfilling an order of 100 rosaries that somebody ordered so you can go to my etsy it's um shop jessix on etsy and um, i sell rosaries i sell aprons uh handkerchiefs jewelry um and i make other stuff i also do cosplay so you can see that on my twitter as well 
Excellent. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. Be well. I hope to see you soon. And this is going to be one of many of these Patreon-only streams coming up. So keep supporting Break the Rules. Keep being a patron. I really appreciate your support. And as always, patrons are welcome to be in this discussion. There is a link to the uh, Zoom that they always get. So if you want to be on in the next one, hopefully I will know uh, more days ahead when the next one's going to be. So you'll have plenty of time to... Uh, get that to get that done anyway thank you guys so much 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 done anyway